This program is brought to you by Bible Way Media, overseen by the elders of the Chipman Road Church of Christ in Lee Summit, Missouri. Welcome to Shepherding Our Hearts with Addie and Tina Shepherd. I just realized that I started with my face really close to the microphone. Welcome to Shepherding Our Hearts. <laughs> well, we've been told that sometimes we are too far away from the microphone, so we are trying. I think that still might have been a little too close. <laughs> we're trying, and you know, there's going to be some. Um, Troubleshooting, trial and error. I can't, I can't words. So this should be interesting. We're going to figure it out. Well, today we are talking. Did we do a podcast last week? Yeah, we did. We skipped the week before that when we were sick Uh and then we did last week. So I can't, it feels like I was sick last week. But no, we got snowed in last week. Yes. It's been like very, very, very (laughs) cold. This is my first full week back to work since Christmas. Because something has happened every single week since Christmas to now. She had her first snow day last week. It was very exciting. It was very exciting. She was homeschooled, so you don't get any snow days. You get to go play Mom, in the snow, but you still no. do school. Mom always said when it was snowy and then also cold out, she's like, it's just a perfect opportunity to catch up on more schoolwork. <laughs> That's not what we want to be doing. <laughs> I still got to play in the snow. We took spring days instead of snow days when we were homeschooling. When it was nice in the spring, we would just, like, forget school and go, like, do something outside all day when it was warm in the, in the spring. Yeah. You can only play in the snow for so long. That's fair. Anyways, so, let's get into our actual lesson. Yeah, so now. last week we said we were going to come back to Jacob and Laban and talk about them. So that's what we're doing this week. We just sort of figured we'd finish the relationship between Jacob and Esau before we really delved into some other relationships. You know, it's like a part one and two. Yeah. Um, yeah. So anyways, we're going to start reading in Genesis 29, verse 16, and then we're going to read through verse 30? 30, yeah. 30. I was like, I don't remember. I was the one who was like, let's read the, this section of verse. I don't remember what I said. Do we need the backstory on this, that Jacob had been sent... To go find a wife of his, yeah, um, of his own family. Away, right? Yes, yeah. Cause well, because was trying to kill him. Yeah, so he left his home to go and find a wife, and he was sent to um, his mother Rebecca's family. Um, and so we we see again Laban, who we saw back when um, Isaac's servant had gone to get a wife for Isaac. So. Yes. So we're just gonna start reading there. And Laban had two daughters. The name of the elder was Leah, and the name of the younger was Rachel. Leah was tender-eyed, but Rachel was beautiful and well-favored. And Jacob loved Rachel and said, I will serve thee seven years for Rachel, thy younger daughter. And Laban said, It is better that I give her to thee than that I should give her to another man. Abide with me. And Jacob served seven years for Rachel, and they seemed unto him but a few days, for he loved for the love he had to her. But, and Jacob said unto Laban, Give me my wife, for my days have, are fulfilled, that I may go in unto her. And Laban gathered together all the men of the place, and made a feast. And it came to pass in the evening that he took Leah his daughter, and brought her to him, and he went in unto her. And Laban gave unto his daughter Leah Zilpah his maid for an handmaid. And it came to pass that in the morning, behold, it was Leah. And he said unto Laban, what is this that thou hast done unto me? Did I not serve with thee for Rachel? Wherefore then hast thou beguiled me? And Laban said, It must not be so done in our country to give the younger before the firstborn. Fulfill her week, 
and we will give thee this also for the service which thou shalt serve with me yet seven other years. That got really hard. Was, yeah. Um, and Jacob did so and fulfilled her week and gave, and he gave him Rachel his daughter to wife also. And Laban gave to Rachel his daughter Bilhah, his handmaid to be her maid. And it, and he went in also unto Rachel, and he loved also Rachel more than Leah, and served with him yet seven other years. All right. So this this story always this makes me mad on so yes. There's like. There's at least four different levels that I get really irritated on in this. First of all, Laban. Why would you do that? Why would you be like, if you work seven years for my daughter, I'll give her to you. And then give him the wrong daughter. And then be like, oh, well, that's good. You had seven years to tell him the customs, and you never did? Why? Why did you not do that? I always am like, well, he probably assumed that surely Leah would be married off by then to someone else but if not you say that open like, communication there that, was seven years that is to the relationship this. advice be open about expectations and about your plans and all, like it all could have been avoided with simply like you know you said you you just tell them this is the custom yes so assuming oh, leah so is stupid. married by that point yes you can marry rachel Yes. Because then Jacob could have been out there finding someone to marry Leah. He could have been helping the process. Yeah, It. but no, no. Secondly, Jacob. Jacob annoys me on this level. How did he not realize that it wasn't Rachel until the morning after? How did, how did that never cross his mind? Well, I always assumed, like, there was a veil. And so perhaps he... went he... in unto her. And the next morning was like, you're not Rachel. No, at some point the veil had been removed and he's just stupid. (laughs) Maybe it was dark. I don't know. I feel like if you lined up a bunch of guys in the dark, I would still be able to tell you which one was Kian. (laughs) I mean, that's fair. I just always assumed there there had to have been a veil. And then darkness. So there had, like, I don't know. No. There's no good excuse for that either. The third, I guess there's really only three levels here. The third level, we haven't really gotten to, but I'm going to be irritated about it now, too. Why was Leah okay with it? She was like, yeah, no worries. I'll pretend to be Rachel. And then, later on, she gets mad when Jacob doesn't love her as much as he loved Rachel. Girl, you did that to yourself. Excuse me. I have to back up just for a second, too, and point out the irony of why Jacob got sent away to find a wife anyway. Why? Because he was pretending to be someone else to steal the birthright. I guess karma. So, yeah. So, like, but it kind of came back to him. That's why I feel like there might not be an excuse for Jacob not realizing that it was not Rachel. Because in the Bible, when it's... Oh, who is it? it? Not No, when it's, what are their names? The parents' names. Isaac and Rebecca. Okay. When I Isaac, I I'm sorry, talking guys, about. my brain is struggling. I, it gives Isaac an excuse as to why he doesn't know if it's Jacob or Esau. It does not give Jacob an excuse. That's fair. He just kind of did his own thing. And then, anyways, the whole thing makes me really irritated. I don't know if you can tell, but... 
there's just something about every bit of this story that just really grinds my gears. <laughs> how does how and why didn't Rachel say anything? Did they like lock her in a closet like Cinderella and be like, "We'll be back after the wedding"? Like, what happened there? What was that? Yeah, I don't understand <laughs> that part because you think you know, like obviously they didn't do if the, you know, if anyone has a reason why these two should not be married, like that was probably not part of the ceremony. Sounds like there was there was a feast. And then off they went. Like, that was that was really about it as far as the wedding ceremony. See, but if somebody was trying to give away my man, like, I'd be there yeah. stopping it. I'd be like, hey, that's not me. And then I'd probably leave him because he did not recognize that that was not me. And then I'd also leave my father, who lied to everybody there. <laughs> I don't think that the... I don't think that the daughters had... That's fair. They probably didn't. Much of a voice in all of this. I still say that Leah could have said something. Oh, for sure. At some point, there could have been a hey. Because I personally wouldn't want that. I don't want somebody who's already in love with my sister. Why would you? (laughs) Yeah, maybe he just, maybe she assumed that he would just love her instead. And not realizing that then Jacob was also willing to work another seven years to have Rachel also. That also gets me the whole. But it seemed to him as a few days to work. Yes. That's so sweet. That's the only part of the story I like. <laughs> that, yeah, that is really sweet. But then again, brought back to what we've talked about in so many other circumstances, and especially with Isaac and Rebecca and the favoritism that is shown, like, again, he has a favorite wife and then we're going to see he has a favorite child that comes from said wife and that causes all kinds of other problems. I still so, am going like, to say that having a favorite wife is not his fault. Well, he only tried to have one wife. Yes, but having the favorite and he did pick his favorite and he was like I want to marry her. It is not his fault that that was not given to him the way that it is a little bit cuz he should have realized he should have realized, and also the whole having more than one wife, also a problem. He could have chosen, even though he did not love Leah, he could have chosen just to be happy with the wife that he was given. I would have been so mad. Can you imagine how irritating that? You worked seven years of your life for a, some random woman that you didn't even want, and then you had to go back and work another seven years for the first daughter that you did ask for? Yeah, I'm sorry. He did him so wrong. He did him so wrong. Laban is the villain, and then every nobody else is a hero. There's not a hero in this story. Laban is just the main villain. (laughs) I really hate this story. I really do. But we we can learn from it. Like we said, communication important. We can learn how it is always a bad idea to have more than one wife. Um, speak up when things aren't, when somebody's not doing something right, say something, right? Yes, in a you respectful and kind way. You do not have to marry your the love of your sister's life. You don't. You can just say something. Hey, let's not just girl. not do I that. Not yeah, I don't, we don't need to, we don't need to start that, okay? Don't take somebody else's man. <laughs> There's another one right there. Keep to your word. 
That's a big one. If you say seven years, that is seven years. And you give them and the you right give person. The right person. You don't just say, "Oh yeah, in seven years I'll give you this," and then seven years later you give them something completely different, not at all what they want. Don't do that. There's a lot of advice here. There really is. But the whole getting to it is annoying. <laughs> And it, yeah, because, I mean, we're not going to go into all, because we're really talking about Jacob and Laban today, yeah. but then are we going to go on and talk about the childbearing like war? Ra- yes. Yes, we are. Okay. I figure so that'll hold, be next I'll week. I'll hold that off till yeah. next week then. We have, I figure we can do the relationship between Leah and Rachel all and Bilhah and Zilpah yeah. <laughs> all next week. But we're, gonna, we're coming back at Jacob on that one too, because... He also should have said no to that one. But anyway, we'll get to that next week. So, so many things. We can learn so much. This is a horrible story. It's like a soap opera. Yeah. This is is. where soap operas began. This is, you know, when you do the read your Bible in one year, you start off with this and you're like, holy cow, what is happening? And then you get to like numbers and you're like, that's when you start to fade, I feel like. Because you're like, oh man, this is not as interesting as when... When Jacob had four wives, <laughs> and they were all trying to have the most children as possible. This is not as interesting. It's okay, though. It's funny. It's mostly a joke. <laughs> it is It is where I typically fall off, and I'm like, okay, I'm going to the New Testament, you know? But it's just, because <laughs> this just, Genesis is just crazy. It's a lot. It's, yeah, there's a lot going on. But I do appreciate the fact that God gave us, like, glimpses into people's lives and like we've talked about before it's the good the bad and the ugly like it is not just like these quote-unquote heroes of faith where all you see are like the all the good that they did and all the faithful actions like you see they're really really bad choices that they make you have like david who's like a man after god's own heart and bathsheba like what what like and it goes and you have paul who wrote all those letters to all these people, and he was a murderer. <laughs> yeah, like, you, you see their life for what it really is, and then you see the forgiveness and redemption that God Which is really gives helpful us. for us yeah. to be able to see that and be like, okay, have I messed up? Absolutely. Are you trying to put that down by, like, comparing? No, but it helps. It does. You're like, I don't have to be perfect because, like, David wasn't perfect, Paul wasn't perfect, Peter wasn't perfect, like, none of these people no one's were perfect, yeah, and only Christ well, was perfect. yeah, he is in there, too. <laughs> yes, but he is, yeah, he is the one and only who made it through all of this yeah. perfect. So, yeah. Well, that's all I've got. That's all I, you had a lot. I, you had I, a lot today. I really picked it up steam. I was really tired when I started, I was like, we got this. We're going to do great. And then we started reading it. I was like, I, this story really gets me, <laughs> this story really gets me worked up. <laughs> There's not a single moment where I'm like, well, I could see how that could happen. I don't. If you ever find yourself in a similar situation, you need help. <sighs> All right. <laughs> do we say thank you? Thank Thank you. you.
We thank you for joining us today. We hope you have enjoyed this program. You can find out more about Bible Media by visiting us at BibleWayMedia.org. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can find all of our podcasts and all major podcast platforms. As always, we thank you for listening.